When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is 27 minutes away from three here on Running It Straight. Big shout out to South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. Uh, lots of messages coming in on uh, on double eight double three and the YouTube. We'll get to them very, very shortly. But let's have a look at the team lists named last night by uh, Andrew Webster and Ivan Cleary. The Warriors... I would say probably the uh, as close to full strength as they have been this entire season, Kempi. Maybe a suggestion that you put Luke Metcalf at six instead of Tamati Martin, but if you're looking at the team that started the year, uh, this was pretty much the uh, this, the run-on side that Andrew Webster would have liked. So Chance Nicol Klux are the number one. Dallin and Marcelo Montoya, the two wingers. Rocco Berry and Adam Pompey in the centres, then Tamati Martin and Sean in the halves. Adam Fanua Blake, Mitchell Barnett in the props. Swade Egan, the number nine. Then Jackson Ford, Maratini Akore and Toru Harris in the back row. Dylan Walker, as Tavanga Bailey Surinan, Josh Courage, uh, Curran on the interchange. So firstly, uh, what do you make of the 17 can be? But also uh, the interchange, which uh, is lacking probably one of those bigger props like a Bunty or a Tom Ali. Andrew Webster clearly targeting speed and stamina um, for this weekend. Yeah, look, I think I think what he's what he's targeting is he's targeting a side that can actually go out and stop the front row of um, of Moses Liotta and, and James Fisher Harris and the impact of Liam Martin and Scott Sorensen up up front. Um, and I th- I think if you were talking at the beginning of the year with Tamari Martin, you'd actually say this is the best team that they can field, mm-hmm. uh, given that they they really haven't got a designated player that can fill in for Wade Egan. So the job um, that Bailey Surinan's uh, done so far, if he if they do need to uh, move Wade Egan, uh, is is adequate. It's not significant, but it's adequate. So it does cover uh, Wade Egan um, and, and Touchwood. We don't lose him too early if there's an HIA because that will be um, a major problem for the Warriors going into this game uh, against Penrith. But you know, on paper, you know, the team, you couldn't have picked, picked a better team. The questions you have is like, how is Tohu's knee? I think the back yep. back thing was a um, just a, a joker that was thrown out there to protect protect uh, Toru Harris. If you're a coach, you'd go, well, he hasn't had a back problem. I'm pretty sure that you're just, you know, the knee may be a little bit um, a little bit tender. you got Tamari, Tamari Martin was a bit scratchy last week. You give him that, you know, you haven't got the good players around him. Uh, as soon as he played short, so if you remember, he went down that left edge, he goes short to Josh Curran. Josh Curran goes through. They find that 80-metre that try. That's the game that Webby would bring back to Tamari Martin. He'll say, mate, get rid of the long passes, play short, put him back under again when you need to, or just hit him on a on a short ball. You don't need to cut out passes. Tamari tidies that part of the game up. But Matty's hit, uh, hit the nail on the head. Like, if you don't stop the go forward, there's, there's, there's a, a way to do this. If you don't stop the go forward um, and the front foot football, you can't get you can't get to Cleary. And if you can't get to Cleary, then he opens up the edges. And the edges, for me, are, are where we've, they've got us. You know, if you look yeah. at Steve Crichton, Brian Tor, Isaac Targo last week when he came back was absolutely outstanding. Um, and you throw in the, the two players, of Sorensen and, of course, Martin, it's very scary on both edges of the football field. Uh, so there needs to be a job done in the middle of the park. I think Aidan Fanua Blake and Tor Harris, they, they get as much minutes as possible out there. Mitch Barnett has been really good. Jackson Ford's had a couple of weeks off 
so he's fresh as. And Maratunu Okore will play a bit of football in the middle of the park. I think when you'll see one of the changes when you're talking about Bunty or four, uh, and they need someone big in the middle, it's actually Maratunu Okore. So they'll move him into the middle of the park and they'll put Josh Curran out onto that edge um, along with Jazz Tavaga and Dylan Walker and use that rotation to try and keep the momentum going when they do make those 20-minute, 60-minute changes. Mm, the uh, the Penrith team, you've, you've, you've rattled off pretty much most of them. The only real cha- well, the only real out for them is uh, Jerome Luai, Jack Cogger, starting at the number six. He's had a handful of games for Penrith this year, Kempe, but do you think it's as simple as if you can shut down Nathan Cleary, Jack Cogger does Because I would say if Jerome Luai was there, it doesn't matter if you shut down Nathan Cleary because Jerome will just run the cutter himself. But Jack Cogger, does he offer enough for Penrith that if you shut down Nathan, he can still be a threat to them? Well, you know, when you're looking at that and you're asking about like, who is the player that this this final series is made for, it's actually Jack Cogger. You know, and you look at, you look at no one's talked about the two number sixes here. You know, because while you talk about shutting down um, Nathan Cleary, what do you think Penrith are talking about? Because it's exactly the same with Sean Johnson. If you get to Sean Johnson and you make him play quicker mm. and, he, and he's got people coming at his inside and his inside um, foot uh, of the kicking foot and all that sort of things, then things start to change for the Warriors. So it's a bit of tick for tat there. And, and then when it comes to your 5'8s, they start to play a massive part in this game if the two halfbacks are put under a bit of pressure. Jack Cogger and the team that he's got around him, um, I think, can do that. You know, I don't, I, th- I don't think having him in the side is that big a loss Um you know, as far as Jerome Luai and the job that he can do. Uh, and again, if you look at last week's game, the way that they, they tied it up, you know, mate, it's, I know it's easy to say you've you got to get the Nathan Cleary. It's actually really difficult to do. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, James just texted in saying, do we need to be worried that Tamati Martin hasn't played much footy? No, not at all. You see, the thing with Tamati Martin is he's fit as, he's fit as anything. And what he hasn't got is he hasn't got game time under his belt just where he's actually consistently doing things. And I think that game last week will really tighten him back up. So, you know, Tamati Martin's been around. It's not as if he's, you know, a young kid going into the finals. And you actually need that experience there, that big game experience, um, which is for him as international football Alongside Sean Johnson, Sean Johnson gets to run the run the cutter. Um, tomorrow, Martin just has to play that part where he's backing him up when he needs to down that uh, right edge. You can call through as well if you want to. 0800 if you want to jump aboard the conversation. Joey's actually called in from Auckland. G'day, Joey. I think, yeah. You there, Joey? Joey, come in, Joey. Yeah, hello. Hey, mate. How you going, Joey? Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good, Kevin. Look. I oh, just just asking you, producer. Look, I think this is the the the, the um the best time, the best chance the Warriors have got of um of, of beating Penrith is is this game, and so early on in the finals and and rolling them. Now, Brayton Nestor made a mistake on the TV last night. He said he made a comment. He said, oh, he said once he said whoever wins out of the um Broncos and the um and the uh, um, Melbourne, yep. um, they'll have to pay Penrith. They'll have to pay Penrith. Now, if I heard that as a Warriors coach, I'd be playing that into my, my players and saying, they don't give us a chance. They're thinking that Penrith are going to roll on and keep going. The, the, biggest, the, the biggest thing is Penrith are under the biggest amount of pressure because they've got to win three, three in a row. Well, they don't have to, but they're, they're under pressure to win three in the row. The Warriors have done fantastically well how they are, and I think Sean Johnson's got, kicking game's going to be huge, Kempe, because I think, he's, I think some of his kicks... You know, and nobody's just putting the ball up to, to the fullback and, and him take, bringing it back because he'll bring it back all, all day long and he's dangerous, that, that, um, uh, their fullback. You've got to kick it along the ground and I think away from him. 
You know, otherwise Edwards, Edwards will bring it back and can carve you up. And I just think that this is the best chance and the, the Warriors got of, of, of um, beating Penrith, or probably of anyone beating Penrith, to be honest. Um, if they can roll Penrith, I think they can go all the way, without a doubt. What do you guys think? Yeah, look, I think I think the game, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Sammy asked us uh, whether, whether or not we wanted Penrith or the uh, Broncos. I wanted the I wanted Penrith. I think they, at the time, were uh, right for the take. And I think with Jerome Luai out, they still like that. Um, plus, you get a week off. And if you get another week off, for the Warriors especially, the way that they've played this season, I think I think going into that major preliminary final, they are a definite shot of the grand final. And, and that means that this game this weekend is so important. Um how do you do that? Well, the longer you can stay in the game with Penrith, the more the more panicky Penrith get. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to come out yep. and they're going to try and put points on us early, and they're going to try and blow us off the pitch. That's yep. what they do. Yep. But if you hang in there and you start to get them second guessing and and put them in a position that they don't like being in. Yes. See, they don't get in that position that often. Correct. Yes. And that's, that's when the key. and that's when they start to to panic and things don't start to go their way, and the Warriors can just can, you know, they've been in those games all the time where they just grind them out. Yeah. Um, and it's a different Warriors side you've got to remember than the one we've been used to over the last three to five years. So, um, I'm just hoping that we can really start the game well and hang in there and if we get if we get a jump on them then it's starting to play a part of watching the clock and watching the scoreboard and getting that pressure put back on that Penrith and Nathan Cleary which is what Maddie's talking as part of that, um, that significant help that the Warriors will need but man it's not an easy job Joe I, I will say that I think you're right I think if they get a chance for me if they win it the best thing of it is they get another rest and another rest with this Warriors side well, out of every team, they're the team that need it. The only thing I'm worried about, Kempi, is uh, you know um, you beat Penrith once. Can you beat them twice? That's a whole other kettlefish. If they were to go on the other side and still make the grand final, um, but you, you're spot on, I think as well, putting them into a hole. That's what the Eels have done to them in recent years. It's why the Eels get get up over them is because they come out firing, score a couple of quick tries, Penrith panic, and all of a sudden you hold on. Um, they've got the blueprint right there. There is a quick uh, message in here from Mana, which I thought was uh, worth putting to you. Ah, uh, is there any concern that we play a very similar structure to the Panthers, a style the Panthers are much better at. Do we need to do something a little bit different? Well, the structures are all the same, and when it comes down to who can pull pull it off the best, I, I just going on that kicking game. I actually think Sean Johnson's had the best kicking game all year out of every halfback. I think consistently what he's doing with the length of his kicks especially is he's getting us out of trouble but he's got enough height on his kick to get that, especially down that right edge with Rocco Berry yeah. um, and Dallin Martini-Zelesnack on that kick chasing through the middle, stopping him and making their forge track back. With Moses Leota and James Fisher-Harris we don't want Dylan Edwards bringing that ball back too far. You know that Dylan Edwards, Brian Torwood, Stephen Crichton and Targo especially are going to carry close to 200 metres. Now if they do that, we're in trouble. Yeah. So we've got to get down there. Those first two to three tackles are going to be critical, but you have to make Leota, Fisher-Harris and them travel back behind the football and use up their energy. They're high energy players and if they get if they get a roll on at the back by their, by their back five, that's their, their, their centres, their wingers and their fullback, then it's a lot tougher. Keep your texts coming through on double eight double three and your messages on YouTube. Uh, we'll take a short break, come back with plenty more after this.